Hello and welcome to the Soul Garden. I'm Georgina Langdale, the founder of Arceus, and I'm delighted to have you here with me where we explore the inner and the outer workings of living in a connected world. Well, I am recording this podcast on the day after Earth Day. And I've been reflecting on Earth Day. You know, it's been really heartening seeing news footage of people around the world getting out on the streets and asking for change. Seeing people wanting to be the change we need in this world if we're going to face any sort of sustainable future. I've also been reflecting on Earth Day from the perspective of being a woman in midlife. I'm in my 50s, so I'm a child of the 60s. And I'm so grateful for what the Earth has given me. You know, there's this ancient idea of everything being made from three things. You know, this is a a view of the world where we were absolutely interconnected and part of and made from nature, spirit and cosmos. So these three things, one of these things that we're made of is called prima materia and it's the stuff that makes us you know the body of us the physical being of us it's the thing that makes a rock a rock a tree a tree an elephant an elephant a person a person so bodies are made from this prima materia so i thank the earth for my prima materia Um, It's like, you know, every vegetable I eat, it becomes me. (laughs) Um, I am made from clay and I am made from stardust. The second material is this idea of spirit, um, animus, world spirit, our own interior spirit. The spirit that moves through all of thing, all things, you know, it's this driving energy that comes from cosmos into earth and into all of us. So we can connect with the spirit, with the spirit of tree, with the spirit of rock, of landscape. And then there's this idea of soul, anima world soul we have soul we nurture our soul we see soul in the eyes of our beloved and our beloved animals we feel soul emanating from place and sacred spaces we see soul in the newborn child and so I'm really grateful for the earth being a vessel that contains these ways of being prima materia spirit and soul i'm grateful to the earth for giving me this body giving me the food i eat 
I'm grateful to the earth for helping provide shelter, textiles, medicine and spirituality and wonder. You know, the earth gives us the stories and traditions and legends and rituals of our cultures and our places and our spiritual and faith journeys. The earth gives us our own sense of belonging. It gives us history, seasons, ceremonies, celebrations and ritual and I thank it for all of that. And I grieve. I grieve on Earth Day for all that has been lost in my lifetime. You know, the abundance of different species from oceans to tropical forests. So I'm talking about fish and birds and reptiles and amphibians. Their abundance, their populations have declined by two-thirds in the course of my own lifetime. So now there is only a third of the abundance of living creatures on this planet as there was when I was born. And in this time in my life, right now, there are thought to be up to a million species currently threatened with extinction. And in my lifetime, me, a woman in my 50s, human population has doubled. It's risen from 3.7 billion people to over 7.6 billion people. In my lifetime, most of the wetlands of the world that have so much importance in our ecosystems, they've been drained to enable towns and cities to be built and rubbish dumps and things like that. In my lifetime, there has been so much destruction so much devastation of ecosystems and this has resulted in so much loss of biodiversity. When I worked at the United Nations Environment Program on a study called TEEB, the Economics of Ecosystems and Biodiversity, I recall a figure from those days that um, the rate of extinction This is now over a decade ago that this figure was going um, around, but um, the rate of extinction was 700 times faster than what the estimated natural rate of extinction for species would be. And that this rate of 700 times faster, the rate of extinction, this rate was largely due to human impacts on this earth. It's pretty sobering. So the other part about this now is we've had Earth Day and here in New Zealand, Anzac Day happens in a couple of days time. So Anzac Day is a memorial day 
for New Zealand and Australian forces who lost their lives in wars, world wars, various wars, you know, so many wars. And as part of Anzac, there are services and we look at this idea of remembering the fallen soldiers. And we talk about those who gave their lives for others. And I'm sitting here between Earth Day and Anzac Day, and I'm thinking about all of those species that have lost their lives, have lost their entire existence on this planet. I'm thinking of all the habitats that have been destroyed, the ecosystems ruined. I'm thinking about all this loss, all that has fallen for supposed human gain, and it makes me very sad. When I see the earth, I see a mother when I see the earth, I see ourselves reflected. You know, the, the earth is ailing and we are ailing and it seems like the more that we are ailing, the sicker earth gets too. Everything is interconnected, so what are we going to do to get everything back in balance? You know, kicking the can down the road's not going to help us get back to a state of health and balance. And I think that um, in spite of everything, we all want balance. We want harmony. So in this space between Earth Day and Anzac Day, I want to recognize and name just a few of the species who have fallen over the last century. So if, um, if we were to look at the time from the First World War to today, we're going to look at it in terms of species who have fallen, who have lost, been lost due to our human impacts. And there's this way of kind of prayer, or it's called Lectio Divina, where you read a passage and um, you say it slowly so the people present can focus on it and it helps um, take you into a meditative, reflective and spiritual place. I'm going to work with something I found on a Greenpeace website and it's from a couple of years ago and it's a list of 18 animals, just 18, but 18 that have come become extinct over the course of the last century and um, so between World War One and today all those Anzac services all these creatures lost and they took these creatures from a report that said that overwhelmingly humans play a major role in driving the extinctions of all kinds of species. And we're doing this from hunting to colonialism, agriculture, um, through causing habitat loss to more recent issues like industrial, uh, industrial agriculture, air pollution and climate change. And so in this idea of Lectio Divina and remembering the falling, fallen, I'm going to read these 18 names for us. 
Paradise Parrot. Extinct 1920s. Sicilian Wolf. Extinct 1920s. Tasmanian Tiger. Extinct 1930s. Xerxes Blue Butterfly. Extinct 1940s. Japanese Sea Lion. Extinct 1950s. Crescent Nail Tail Wallaby. Extinct 1950s. Booble Heart Beast. Extinct 1950s. St. Helena Data. Extinct 1960s. Kakawahi. Extinct 1960s. Guam Flying Fox. Extinct 1960s. Caspian Tiger. Extinct 1970s. Siamese flat barbelled catfish. Extinct 1970s. Yunnan Lake Newt. Extinct 1970s. Golden Toad. Extinct 1980s. Rotund Rock Snail. Extinct 1990s. Pyrenean Ibex. Extinct 2000s. Pinter Giant Tortoise. Extinct 2010s. West African Black Rhinoceros. Extinct 2010s. All of these creatures and the ones not named here but have fallen because of human impact. May you all rest in peace. But let us who remain, let us be the change that we wish for in this world. What is the change that you are going to make? Let's be the wise ones that can create a better world, bring back balance, bring us back from the brink. Let us be the change we wish for. So, for Earth Day and for Anzac Day, this is me, Georgina Langdale. Thank you so much for listening and go well. Goodbye.